am here with a man who claims he has the best Frito chili pie. Oh, I 100% do. I'll be the judge of that. I'm just saying, you have to think about Frito chili pie as if you are conceiving a child. I have eaten every Frito chili pie in the country, and I'm here to try yours. See, that's just not true, because you haven't had my Frito chili pie. Besides yours. You're so I'm going to let you know. Here. My dad, Your you know, dad. strong as he was, you know, of pure German stock, mm-hmm. grew up on a farm. Uh-huh. Um, a farm with his father. Um, a lot of us have granddads. Whose name was Hans Frito. You're related to You're the Frito the chili pie heir of Frito Farms? Of Frito Farms. I'm excited. Do you I make have, homemade Fritos? And I have my own recipe that's the perfect recipe for Frito chili pie. That's okay. even better than regular Fritos. All right. My chili is cultivated from pure, 100% grass-fed, home-raised. They have a bedroom, a toilet, everything. Sheep. I don't even have I a toilet. I use perfect lamb's meat. Not sheep, sorry. Lamb's meat. Lamb's meat. That sounds delicious. I've had probably every other kind of meat in my chili. But lamb? That's a delicacy. Have you ever heard of the coveted Frito pepper? Frito pepper? Mm-hmm. Ooh, With I've heard Frito, the legends of, of the Frito the pepper. Frito chile, if you will. This is the... This is, um... I've heard legends that they put point zero 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 one percent of a Frito pepper in every Fritos bag. Is that true? Is that actually, where that very lack of flavor comes it's from? It's actually point zero 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 two. That's incredible. That is amazing. I'm excited to see what a Frito actually tastes like. Because I mean, this is mostly most of it's made out of salt, right? Pure to unadulterated Frito to sustain the Frito's lifespan. Oh, right? absolutely. Mm-hmm. A little okay. bit of a little bit of uh, Frito brand rock salt. It is a salt lick that it has been on my family's farm for over a thousand years. All right. Do you guys lick it? Um, is you it know, a- it's like a rite of passage when you become a man that you lick oh, the free- side the of the. Of the, it's almost like a glacier of just pure rock salt. Wow, it's insane. All right, so uh, what do we have here? It looks like you have two dishes in front of me. What's the difference? Um, so I've got a traditional Frito chili pie. Okay. Um, this one is going to be. I do more... prefer mine now with onions. Did you did you put they, onions? Of, in they they both of course have onions. One has regular just diced onions. The other one has a diced Frito onion. I th- um, I'll bear through it. I I do this professionally. The Frito onion is like a blooming onion, but it was um made into a Frito as well. Okay. And, and then crushed up. Wow. All right. Um, so I, I give you like a gourmet and kind of just like a um, is there any home other, style option. Is there any other secrets that we should know in case anyone wants to make the recipes at home if they can? Because I, I know well, you are the only There There the are um, three ingredients um, in either one or the other or both of these dishes that I will not um, say because it is a okay. family recipe. Um, there are secret ingredients. I will disclose that one of those secret ingredients does come from 
um, the Fae or fairies, if you will. Oh um, yeah. So I am not at liberty to disclose anything that I am I am given by them. All right. Well, I've looked at the ingredients because I have to know what I'm eating. And yes, because we had to make sure that you weren't allergic. Yeah, and let me tell you, I I'm excited. I've never had. And I, I will uh, yeah, say, you know, we, we've, we've connected here in this interview, and um, at any point that you would like to duplicate this recipe, as long as you promise not to commercialize it, you have my complete blessing. Oh, for sure, for sure. I don't want the Faye to be after you or anything. It would, oh, well, they would be after you almost entirely. Oh, okay. So I, this is for your best interest. Okay. Me personally, I have a very, very nice relationship with them. Well, I have to say, uh, this this first dish, the uh, classic, is... Um, is well, it's damn good. I, I can I, hear your stomach meowing at the response. That, that is my stomach being happy about the amount. I'm not starving. I am completely fed. That is a happy meow. I'm so happy for you. So this, uh, I rate this first dish, happy meow, Frito pie. Wow, that, you know, coming from you, that means a lot. Happy meow, Frito pie. And the second dish is, uh, it's a little fruitier. Little, uh, it's a little out there. It's, it's kind of you know winking at me. I will disclose to you that there is an ingredient in there that I did not list to you. Oh, 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 oh. Did you notice that I, I think had I more know what it is. maybe an oriental style to it? I did notice the rice. So, um, mixed in with that rice, to give it that kind of a purpley hue, is a pickled Frito plum. Mm. It's something that we took from the Japanese uh, parts of our family. Well, that is... Uh, I've never seen that. That's family. fantastic. The uh, It really makes me forget about the ogre... Oh, shit. The... Um, um, uh, 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 we'll just cut that out. Sorry about... Okay. Yeah, just... Um, yes. Oh, good heavens. Um, oh, shit. Oh, oh, this is the they, fake. Yeah, the fake. they've got. All uh, right, catch us next time. Um, I'll be interviewing someone about their Arkansas chili pie. I'm so sorry about this. And now a word from our sponsors. We don't have any. If you'd like to be a sponsor, please reach out to us at the network at gmail.com. It's actually not the, it's just network at gmail.com. There's also a little button at the bottom of our anchor page that says support this podcast. It's really just to get like microphones and equipment and like to make the podcast better. So you don't even have to feel bad about it because it's not do, going to go to do the suggestions that you guys are hopefully going to do too after this. Yes, it's just to get us out. There. Yeah, the money is definitely not going to go to my uh, crippling addiction to um, women's socks. Wow. So I'm glad you're on Rumble. I like it. It's going to be good for your cooking things. Because they're starting to roll out, like, channels and, like, categories and stuff soon. Well, I don't know if I want to talk about this. Your cooking thing? Yeah, I don't want people to jump on the idea first. Oh. Well. Here we are. Food. I mean, That's I, it. Yeah. Shh, shh, shh. That's it. Food. I'm going to be cooking. You guys already know I'm going to make cooking videos. Yeah, I might use that as one of my platforms. Already recommended it in another podcast. We have said it out loud before.
Uh, well, yeah. But you don't know and how not, he's going to do it, and you're yeah. not going to do it as well as him, or as often, or whatever. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully we'll eat... It'll... If there's a cooking... Yeah, they're not going to cook the same recipes. It's just going to help no, you build a community. It's going to be mostly vegetarian or vegan stuff. That's something I haven't said, I don't think. Yeah. Healthy alternatives. Sure. Stuff like that. But his version. So there's... I mean, it's going to be really hard they're to gonna be hopefully you actually copy it. They're going to be original or inspired recipes. Yeah, word. And I'm on Rumble. Just kind of... My channel thing is called Occumentary right now. And I just kind of do the prompts that it has. Because Rumble's like a way... To it's like TikTok, but it's more community focused. It's more connection focused. It's more like wholesome. So it's all about like these prompts. To, it's it's about getting people to talk and communicate. Yeah. So there's these prompts that you can share your opinion. There's like you can make your own prompts. They're gonna separate into channels and categories and just make it a place, a platform for creators to speak. That's yes. a lot like the AC, and I'm I'm really glad that through our podcast is how they reached out to me. I got a message on Reddit. I like it a lot. And they listened to our podcast, too, which is really cool. I got followed by a few of the executives. Um, just And they like some of my stuff every now and then. And I got added to a Discord. Cool. I mean, it's it's really active community. Yeah. And I'm about to be a part of it, yes. Yeah. Well, and on top of that, we're also in with another app, um, Slink. It's more for desktop because it has a lot of, like, embedded code and, like, serious um, functions Kind of like a to. business card. It's pretty it's cool. an online business card is what it's that's how it's advertised. It's but it's really cool, really versatile. Very we're, easy to look at. We're verified. We're on verified. There. We're we're real people. We're real people. We exist. We're not pretending. But it's a nice website. It's a great way to find our social media. There's also play buttons on there. And as we expand into more content, we're going to be able to put that on there as well. So you don't have to go to a bunch of different websites and open a bunch of different links. It's all going to be yeah. in a nifty little place. And it looks nice too. Yeah, because we do have a lot of different links. Well, we have two Twitters, two Instagrams. The whole AC is it is branches. Yeah. It's leaves. And this is the perfect, like, trunk is yeah. Slink. It's better than Linktree, and they actually reached out to me. It is the Because trunk. I was complaining about Linktree on That's right. Yeah, you posted Twitter. a thing on Twitter. It's funny that Linktree has the right name, but Slink is more of a trunk for us. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But it's cool. He's a really responsive developer. We talk back and forth a lot, um, and he added some functions to Ang- or to um, Slink, like so that I could use it better a to my interest. For a play Spotify. button for like, well, he already had the play button for Spotify, but he added one or a way to make one oh, for yeah. Anchor. Um, and he showed me some different things, and like we made it better. And like he's still adding things and still taking community input right. to add things. I think he's going to try to add a Rumble button at some point. Um, but it's that cool. would be cool if you it's just another had one way to video on there every yeah. week. It's a, just another way to connect. It's, yeah, it's a really cool thing. I do recommend it to businesses. It's a good thing for businesses yeah. to have. It I really, if anyone looking for, to connect with a brand, anyone who thinks they could use Linktree, they should try Slink first because it's just more website, versatile. Basically. Yeah. I just feel like Slink's a little bit more visually appealing, a little bit more like capable mm. of you plugging in your own functions whereas Linktree is very, like, fixated. Yeah. And, like, I'm not trying to trash on Linktree, just giving my honest opinion, and if you disagree, hey, that's totally fine. I hope Linktree gives you everything that you need. Yeah. Um, And, you know, to do a little commentary on our... <laughs> on our, our first bit. No, there. well, the second bit, the sponsors thing. Oh, yeah. We're not yeah, sponsored sponsors. by any of these things we're talking about right now, but we are definitely happy to share them because they're great, especially Anchor, too. It's a great yeah. hosting platform. It's the reason I'm on seven platforms it's uh, we wouldn't be here with that you guys yeah straight <laughs> up 
And to the 10 listeners that we average about a, like every week, y'all are ballers. We really appreciate it. Welcome to the AC. <laughs> Don't want to put anything on your shoulders here, but if you want to share with your friends and get the word out there, that would help us um, understand our audience better and make content that better appeals to everybody. I put it on for your dog. Put it on for your dog. We I, have we have pretty calming voices. True. I hope... I mean, there's some episodes where we get a little excited, but maybe your dog wants to run around or something. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, I feel nice. like you definitely put us on for your cats, because, you, I mean, you, you can't can. help it. When cats aren't sleeping, they are fucking shit up. Yeah. It's what they do. Put it on in another room. They think you're in there hanging out. They're going to meow at the door all day instead of knocking mm-hmm. shit off the counter. For real. It's worth it. Yeah, put it on for your old parents. They might enjoy it. We're trying to get into as many ears as possible to clean out the earwax of toxicity and chaos in the airwaves right now. Yeah. We're trying to make content that will um, be the perfect Q-tip. I don't even understand. Do you like that analogy? I don't get it. It's a gross analogy. Go back through it. Airwaves. Airwaves. Bad... Airwaves make gross earwax. Okay. We make good earwaves. Ear that good airwaves. That would be a good Q-tip for said earwax. Okay. What a weird one. Welcome to the AC. We are a Q-tip. We are the Q-tip. The Q-tip. But anyways, guys, we wanna we wanna get to know you. Really, please reach out to us. We wanna know some people. We've had a lot of people reach out. We've had some people that. We've played their music, and we've enjoyed their content quite a bit, and we want to enjoy yours. Yeah, and we will have an artist featured at the end of this, and I'll announce his name there at the end, but it's like a 16-year-old rapper reached out to me on Instagram, and yeah. I'm going to so if you wanted some hopefully get a raw song from him um, between now and when I edit and post it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Okay. But he seemed really interested, and he makes good stuff, and it's just worth getting out there. For real. Um, I've had random people hit me up on Instagram. I had a guy with like 10,000 followers today say, I blow people the fuck up on Instagram. And I replied and said, hey man, feel free to DM me about that. And I followed him and I didn't get anything back from him. So I feel like that's, I don't even know why people do that. There's a lot of commenting like that. I mean, yeah, I guess that's how they get the following. Cause I fuck, I followed him, man. I fell for it. Are you still following him? Not anymore. (laughs) Here we go. This is just a Dang, reminder. Dang, dude, what a trap. If you got spammed recently and you followed an account that promised to follow you back and they didn't follow you back, they got unfollow you. you. Unfollow them. All fo- unfollow all of those accounts. All Holy crap. This I is just a reminder. Think about that, dude. For real. <laughs> that makes so much sense because like, all he does is model and it's like girls that are commenting like, oh my god, you're so hot. Unfollow. I can't believe you did this to me. <laughs> Bryson Cruz. I thought we were bros. I thought you were going to blow my Instagram account the fuck up. Instagram account still not. You know who is going to blow my Instagram account the fuck up or like my my content in general? The listeners. The listeners. Y'all slap that like button. Hit that share. Hit that share. Hit us with a hey, what's up guys? Your podcast sucks. Here's why. I want it to be better. And we'll probably reply with like, okay, we'll try it better next time. Thank you. And then we will. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we take everyone's opinion. We invite everything. Spit on us. Don't, don't spit on us. Don't spit on us. Talk shit though. Definitely. Talk some shit. Yeah. Tell, Tell people about our AC. Tell, if you don't like it, 
still tell people why you don't like it. Start saying shit like RAC, <laughs> like that. Use it as slang. Welcome to the AC. I, I don't know how you would, but sure. I mean, do it. I don't know. Put it somewhere. Just say it in your sleep. We didn't make stickers. We said we were going to make stickers, and we didn't in the last one. Fuck, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because of the, yeah. It's cool. We'll get there. We're actually kind of, like, we're way closer to that than it seems, but actions speak louder than words, so the stickers are coming. <laughs> we're broke. We don't need to go back to that. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't. But, yeah, anyway, we do have the resources to design them, and then eventually we will also be able to print them. Really, it's just if I can get the printer in my work to hook up to anything I have device-wise, yeah. we can print it onto transfer paper and use the Cricut machine at work and make, like, t- five, t- ten stickers. Yep. Unapologetic burping. <laughs> Yo, the AC. That's just another reason to listen. If you're tuning in now and you saw that little infographic that I put on Instagram and Twitter, I made that on an app called Canva. And you should try it out. That's pretty cool. I've had Canva for a while. It's decent. Pretty good for Instagram pictures. It is. But it's just good for like layer like I made layouts. The, yeah, the it was like literally like a layout for um promotional infographics but um what other I mean, apps I got Dr. Mario where Dr. Mario is very simple <laughs> puzzle game <laughs> like really made for kids still a lot of fun I'm sure it gets hard at the end but potentially it's a good game I guess we're doing a little app review app review segment this episode well I've got a lot of apps recently I got word for my iPhone like Microsoft? Microsoft Word. You know you can yeah. get all the Microsoft features yeah, free. Yeah, had it. It's pretty nice. Dual Links, if anyone plays Yu-Gi-Oh! We've been playing Magic cards. We've been Dude, thinking about pl- streaming Magic. I need to get Dual Links. You need to get Dual Links. We do need to do Magic stuff. These, like we said, we're not sponsoring these. We we're should both, probably stop. We're really casual gamers. Yeah, uh, a little too casual sometimes. A little too casual sometimes. Can't even tell we're playing them. But um, we do a little bit of like some. I guess you could call it standard because my both of our decks are technically standard right now. But we just do like cards and don't repeat them and put them in like sixty card decks. Like it's not really yeah. like we're not really worried about the cards being in standard. We also don't play a lot of commander i have a nice commander deck and i play commander with other people but we need to build a commander deck for tanner there's a lot to yeah. do but I, I mean yeah it'd be cool to do like a filthy casual <laughs> kind of a thing you know what i mean i like magic but i don't want to be like this is the strategy you need if you're doing draft <laughs> you need to do this like you i'm know, not going to tell you how to play draft but i'll let you watch me play in another life. another thing we can add to our dream list as starving artists or entrepreneurs even mm. We could make our own card game and system. I've thought about that a lot, actually. It'd be kind of cool. Fun. It would be fun just to come up with a bunch of characters. We're both great at character design. It's just, like, we'd have to, like, do you want it to be kind of like a free build where you can build the deck pretty much with, like, if you get any number yeah, of cards? Yeah, yeah. Or would you want it to be like I think a it'd have clockwork to be... game where it's like you buy the deck and the deck is already ready to go? No, no, it's going to be like, we're going to release it in series. And you can mix them. And they can mix, 
So and hopefully we won't make it to the point where you can't play with the older the cards. Best way to do that is to do like commons on commons and rares. Yeah, and then I want to do similar to magic cards and stuff like that. Would you want it to be like mana based? Mm, I don't know. It depends on what our characters are like. Yeah, I don't really know if I'd want it to be mana per se. What if we did like devotion? Devotion? Yeah. We could make it more RPG-esque. So like the creatures come out depending on like the amount of devotion they have to you. And like you have devotion counters or something like cards. I don't know. That's kind of cool. Like you're actively taming your cards. Yeah. I love that. I, they could all literally be beasts, so it's more like a Pokemon card game. Kind but they're like, but you have to catch them first. They're too. fucked up, like Monster Hunter game. Oh, cool! Yeah, that's kind of cool. You can so, call it like Beast Tamer or some shit. We could make it more RPG too in that way, and maybe we could give like armor cards and stuff like that. Totes, ways to stack uh, up on things too. <laughs> this is a sick idea. This is live. We just came up with nothing. That's what the AC is for, dude. Beginning, middle, and final product. Wow, we need to work on that. Would you? So we could do this is, and we have it. It's right like that guy who we met at the horror con who made like his own RPG. Yeah. Um, adventure. Maximum. Adventure maximum. Yeah. So instead of just doing fantasy, we could do like fantasy, sci-fi, like all of it. For real, we could have that and, like, be do like our favorite the, types. Instead of being different series, because that's going to be like twenty years into the future, we have twenty series. We could do yeah. it in different types. Time so, like, periods. you could have, like, a robot-type deck. You wouldn't have to stick with that. What if, so we made, like... We'd have to do some world-building. Yeah, we would have to create our own different worlds. We'd have, like, a robot world, little dragon world, something like that. This is actually a really cool idea. What if we made it, like, tied in with Pizza Planet, kind of... We could! Because Pizza Planet's a planet that's as big as a galaxy. Okay. So each place is... It can a- be the same universe, but we sh- And maybe we could have a Pizza Planet deck. Like a themed deck. It could be like a novelty thing. Yeah, exactly. But, but it's, it's just all separate. in that world. So, so we have like active monster hunters in both things. That's a cool idea. Very cool Colomerate thing going on here. We could tie them together or we could keep them separate, but I just thought, like... I like it. It would be a way to say, like, they're all from the same planet. Yeah. And so with Pizza Planet, we could just have them play the card game on the planet. It would be an easier way for us to create both of those worlds and not have to think of them separately. Yeah, because that would just... I mean, It would make a lot more to create. That's a really good way to create content is to just kind of pool it together. Well, and a lot of people do that. They create, a, like, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! All of these card they games have, have TV shows. shows. Dude! Tell me that Pokemon's TV show doesn't push them to create more. No fucking... It all, of course it does. <laughs> Dude. It's kind of like what we do We here. just made our Pokemon. I love it. And I think... But I think this is an important thing. Mm-hmm. And people can take this idea because they need it in more card games. They need to have counters with the, the starter decks. They need to give you those. People can keep their counters, so just give them the counters so that we don't have to find dice everywhere. You yeah. know, I'm sick of having to put quarters on my shit. So we could, we should just make something that's a simple counter. Well, we could come up with what the counters mean. 
two mm-hmm. and have them be yeah symbols symbols yeah because I really like the idea of adding armor and definitely stuff like that we could just have each deck come with like a little thing that's like kind of like a um what are those old calculators that are on like the uh poles and you have like the different oh like things that you slide I don't know what that's called fuck uh I feel like it's the same thing as like in a basketball court. It's just got the. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway. So it's like. A, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Called? There's a rod, <laughs> and there is like some looks like dice in them, and you roll them to have like your different counters. Yeah. So like we could have it be like three rods, and one's like. Creature counters, armor counters, spell counters, and you just know how many you have because you go through that. Yeah. And so That's you just have sick. this little thing that you keep. But then, I like it. I don't know if every single one coming with them, because then people just have those things fucking everywhere. Maybe an app? That's a good idea. Just have the app at all times on the field so both can see. Yeah, and it's a life counter, an actual counter counter. That's a good idea. Each and you can phone place, has it. You can place your cards based on where it is so that you can tell where You could eventually the... implement like an augmented reality thing too and then make it like a real-time battle thing. This is such a cool idea. Dude, holy shit. This is a gold mine. Creative Commons license, CC Creative? by NCSA. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Please don't, because then we'll have to do some stupid bullshit legal stuff that we will be on the upper end of because we fucking have a thing. Yeah. We warned you. But dude, this is like a treasure trove. This is a good idea. Because this could expand out into like a bunch of different kinds of content. And like that's what the world on the needs real, right now. It's so fresh. On the real too, as a child, I cr- tried creating my own card games. Uh, of course. Who didn't? My first idea, and people can take this one because I also think it would be kind of cool. If it you was, saw it happen. If I saw it happen. After was, you talked about it, that'd be cool. Smash card game. Oh, dude. I actually made every card like on my computer formatted I'm right I'm gonna see if there's a no you should on yours cause I don't wanna I'm not connected up. to the internet so. wait but that's well but isn't that a fun cool. idea yeah we should look it up at some point that sounds awesome yeah I'm really glad we talked about this that's what the AC is for I do think we need to stop and go into either another segment or at least take a break between segments because um, we're like over there. Yeah, we don't want it to stop. We don't want it to mess up. We'll see you later. Yeah, we'll be right back. Oh, yeah, in just a second. So I think... I like what you said when we were off air. Um, I think it should tie into the AC somehow. Like the cartoon and the game and all. The universe. Yeah, the universe. The universe itself... Not necessarily saying, like, this planet is the Arbora culture. Is that how you say it? Right? The Arbora culture. Arbora yeah. culture? Yeah. That was a moment. Maybe <laughs> we could have, like, some, like, the, we've talked about Baldwin, the guy that's, like, been around since the beginning, and it's his fault the planet is the way that it is. Yeah. Maybe he could describe life on that planet as, like, the Arbora culture. He's like, this started out as a small asteroid with an Arbora culture of, like, trees and shrubs. Yeah. That symbiotic relationship of roots became what you see now. This I is like a, that. This is a product of the Arbora culture network. And then it's just, like, wink. Yeah, we could... Okay. That's perfect. That's solid. 
I really like that idea. We're going to have to jump back to this podcast quite a bit whenever we're making our stuff. Yeah. It's got well, our notes and I like, now. so we both <laughs> talked about we made like card games um, when we were kids. Oh, yeah. You were telling me a story about a f- you met a kid. Yeah. Uh, so a friend of ours, I guess it was more of an acquaintance for Nomad, but um, it was like a really good friend of mine, and then we didn't talk much, and we've just now reconnected. Um, but the way that we met was like I would I was on the bus one day when I just moved to town and I was looking at Yu-Gi-Oh cards like mine and he's like yo you play Yu-Gi-Oh it's like yeah dude absolutely he's like do you want a card I was like sure and so he just hands me a card it was like a zombie thing I'm like this is awesome and the next day I get on he's got this little white like paper thing it's like a yeah. packet and it says expansion pack for new kid and I open it. It's like this paper that's like stapled shut around the cards. There's right. There's 15 cards in there, like a normal expansion pack. <laughs> that's sick. And he gave me an expansion pack every day until he gave me all of his Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> what? So I ended up having like a huge collection I'm, of I'm Yu-Gi-Oh cards Yu-Gi-Oh. through meeting him. That's really cool. I did a lot of trading as a kid too, always trying to trade up. Yeah. People's <laughs> Other people's lack of knowledge was always a plus. I did that with Beyblades. Ooh, Beyblades. Because those little top pieces, the metal pieces, yeah. people would be like, yeah, my dad gave it to me. I'd be like, dude, I'll trade you. Like, I just like metal better, but I've got this, like, gold one, and it was just, like, mm-hmm. a way cooler-looking plastic one. But the metal ones were heavier, so you always won. You always won You're if you had a metal won. one. That makes sense. And That's they funny. made a metal one, um, and I, there was a kid that, like, we traded when I was at elementary school. Um, he wanted mine because there was like a crystal looking thing in the middle of it and I was like you can totally have it and like I added the crystal thing like it was like (laughs) part of the thing he had a the top that we traded he didn't know but if you spun it fast enough it would like open and these little arms would come out that were like even messier like they would just grab and like rip the other one down like it would normally kind of knock it off kilter too but they were balanced so if it knocked one on kilter another one would open and like balance it so That's like, pretty sick. I would rip the hell out of that thing, and it would open up and just like absolutely slap on other kids. And he was like, "Wow, you're really good." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm really good. Like that's what Beyblade is. You're not good. You just buy the right thing. <laughs> yeah. If you have the right dome and you get the battle arena with the Beyblade in it, that Beyblade will always win in that battle arena. Fact. It's made for it for sure. It's made for it." The ones that have the pre-grooved tracks, I'm going off about. Beyblade. No, no, he's te- you're teaching me a lot. I've the, never really played Beyblade. Pre-grooved just tracks in some of them, and it was like literally your Beyblade. If it came with that track, you'd spin it, and it would go in those grooves, and theirs wouldn't. So yours yeah. was like harder, like more connected to the ring, and it yeah. would just bop theirs out. Right. We used to build ours though. We would get like bowls and like put, like build, That's like little cool. cardboard arenas around them, and then we would make like obstacles inside of them. And, like, there was even sometimes, like, we would get, we would do the Beyblades, and then we would stand kind of far away, and, like, one kid would try to shoot your Beyblade with an airsoft gun while you tried to shoot their Beyblade. Oh, that's a pretty intense So it was, like, this, it was so, so intense, dude, because you just, you're holding your airsoft gun like a freaking rifle, like you're playing Red Dead, and you're just, like, like shooting at their Beyblade trying to win. And if you won by shooting theirs, it was always like, yeah, that's yeah. why we added this layer to the game. I'm so cool. <laughs> I 
I miss stuff like that. We should honestly pay Beybladers. All something. right, we should try to find some. I... It's still around. I also did Bakugan. Bakugan was cool enough. Um, I didn't do it. I that really much. liked. That was mostly for the magnetic pieces for me. Those little balls Bakugan were sick. was funny to me because obviously, whenever it comes to toys and like stuff like that, you have like a girl quote unquote with counterparts, you know. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did. They had they had the same thing. They had little uh, little ball pets. I'm not a I'm not a girl, and I did not purchase these. I have a I have a cousin. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, and then she had these little things, and I saw these first, and then like the next day or so, I saw some kids with. Um, I did not explain what those were at all, did I? Little balls that like turn into like little cute animals. Yeah, kind of like Bakugan. The magnet touches. Yeah, the but they just and didn't the legs have and arms come out. Yeah, they just didn't have like a card for it. Yeah. And I just saw like a couple days later, like Babe or not Bakugan. Bakugan. God, so many names. So you saw the girl one first. The girl one first, and I was like, what, what, why? And I didn't really connect to it with it because I was like a stubborn little kid. So I used to watch Cartoon Network every morning before school. And if you get up early enough, it was always Pokemon. Pokemon. But um, after, like, between Diamond and Pearl and the next Pokemon, there was, like, a big break. Uh-huh. They did Bakugan. Mm-hmm. And Bakugan was this corny-ass show. And, like, the little balls, like, when they become the creatures, like, in real life, like, when they're not battling, those balls float around as the unfolded creature and, like, talk and so they're like, we must go to battle. And it's this tiny little fucking That's thing wild. floating around. But then in battle, it's this big ass fucking like dragon, like Yu-Gi-Oh, where it's an actual beast. Fuck yeah. But I had so many of the ball things because mm-hmm. like they were all different colors and they were all really cool. So many you thought they were talking to you. It's not that I thought they were talking <laughs> to me, but they were just so cool because I love to collect little things like that. No, those are, I agree with that. Like I the colors they chose, the shapes, like it was just like it's just with that, especially like that, as a kid, you have to jump on it when yeah, it happens. It's what I wanted them to add with Pokemon. I was real late. Like Pokemon, if they had had an aspect where you throw a Pokeball out and something comes out dude like a pokemon you know what i mean like so bakugan you throw down a magnet unfolds oh like the card game pokemon i was like that's literally what pokemon (laughs) (laughs) you throw a ball out and something comes out i guess pokemon does have a video game and bakugan doesn't but i think they have a video game on the ds yeah i think i've seen that around ds is unlimited in the games they fucking have yeah the ds will really literally take anything Mm. I remember playing Final Fantasy on the DS. That sounds wild. It was awesome. You could customize the little, like, puffball dudes. Mm-hmm. Whatever they're fucking called, the Choco Wopos or fucking oh, yeah. whatever. You could, like, draw on them and, like, do pixel drawings. And then That's when you sick. were hanging out with them, like, he would have that little pixel drawing on him. <laughs> they were remember, sick. Remember this one game where you had to, like, blow on the DS to, like, get dust? There was, like, an artifact finding. Yeah. Game. There was a some cool funky stuff with yeah. the DS they did that PlayStation has that with some of their controller things like shaking it to make your flashlights yeah that's turn true on. it's cool weird I don't know where we started with this I mean it was the we were talking about the uh, universe for our cards oh yeah that's right we just right. started talking about card games that we did play to show that 
the beginning, where it all starts, things that you're passionate about and adapting on them. Yeah. We all started from having ideas that were inspiring. Humanity is, as a whole is just shared culture. For real. It's kind of interesting because, like, Bakugan obviously comes from Japan. Yeah. But that that so little... Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, those all come from Japan. That little, no, but that little creature girl version of it, I'm pretty sure it was an American made. Oh, absolutely. So it is kind of interesting whenever you have uh, different influences. It's, you get... I mean, we really can't make anything new if we can't be inspired from each other. It's exactly true. Which is what the AC is. It's a platform to be inspired and create things. Which is how we made this card game from the ground up, and we're going to actually make it eventually. And I'm really happy to be here, and I'm hoping here pretty soon the steps that we've taken, like putting the podcast on the blueberry archive and um you know using anchor for monetization things or really just kind of getting it out there posting on twitter more the website everything like we're really trying to yeah we're gonna do promotions eventually we're trying to get out there so it just becomes less about what we're about and more about what we're doing you know and more about what we're all about yeah it's gonna be we want to connect with people so that we can make content Huge. that appeals to them because we're trying, we're really in the market to make content that is new and fresh and unheard of. We want to make outlandish stuff or even stuff that like is totally comprehensible. It's just like, how has no one done this before? Yeah. And like, we're excited. We want to create new things or create things that are, are familiar. super, yeah, super. We talk about the tropes all the time. That's. We just want to we do want it to be structured. We want to expand off of it. We it's time for us to take a step up instead of just walking the same plateau direction that like entertainment has been for so long. It's exactly. so simple. It's not like it doesn't need to be a distraction anymore. It needs to be something fulfilling. We need to give you something worth mm-hmm. listening to, viewing, all these things. Something that brings you out of this world. Yeah, rich content that's like it's not that it's distracting, it's that it's enriching. Yeah. It takes you out so that you can learn, and it p- puts you in a better place to be when you come back. It makes you think, too, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. But it's it's just cool. I'm seeing as things grow, and we are starting to build a community. Yeah. Um, and we're just going to keep going. Hopefully, it's easy to find like our uh, social medias and stuff, because on the website, we have like mine and Nomad's Instagrams and Twitter's plugged. Um, and that website is getsl.inc, so getslink slash the AC, and it is a great place to find all of our stuff. It's it's a way to connect with us. You can email us, reach out to us, all those things. We really want to hear from you. Yeah. I mean, fucking DM us. Like, I want yeah. to talk to everybody I can. We want to answer questions and stuff and expand on things and, like, you know, we will do more, um, like, existential questions and things like that and expand and just let you get to know us or just our opinions and things. Because that does help create content and get ideas out there and, like, you can roll from that direction. But, like, we we need to establish who you guys are to True. better connect with you. Because that's what this is about. Like, yes, we do want to establish who we are, but we're already pretty confident in who we are. We want to help you get to know that based off of who you are. And we don't know who you are. So, like us, it's share a us. huge growing tree. It's a growing tree. It's it's a seedling. Yeah, help us, you know, put Grow our roots it. places. Yeah, yeah. We need to put our roots in the right place so we can grow in a healthy way. Yep. 
and you know we're it's we keep talking about it but things are changing and it's just going to get bigger and better and it does every time every week is just another like list of blessings that i can add because of this podcast and on that note i would like to also say it's a fun thing it's all fun yeah i'm having a good time it's all i mean that idea that we just made was so much fun it was and i would love to create it with you i'm excited to create it with you it's the three c's it's what we have Yep. We're really good at just making it up and actually applying it because we have those other skills. So it's it's really cool to watch as things go. Um, stay tuned for the end segment. There's going to be a little bit of music by um, a, a rapper, and I will announce his name then. And then um, I think we're also going to do maybe another little small bit. So Okay. Okay. We'll see you then. As far as the talking segments, it was it was nice to talk to you guys, and we'll see you next week when we post on the following Monday. And be prepared for us to make a lot more. We might be making more podcasts throughout the week, but they might be yeah. different instead of just start. being at the AC. But we're gonna try to we're gonna link them all on the same website. But we can't have them be all. It's all on gonna the be on anchor. It's all gonna be on Slink. Yeah, it's all gonna be on our Slink. Um, so just stay tuned and watch as we start to do more because we we realize that just Saturday nights is definitely not enough. Yeah. Or it's Sunday nights. So, yeah, we're tired. We're tired. <laughs> I'm here live with the first man to be in an interspecies relationship. We are now here with Darren, who has married his beautiful wife, Karen the Ostrich. Oh, that's great. That's great being here, Steve. I'm really happy that you're here. So, you know, I have quite a number of questions from our viewers for you. And um, the main being, uh, do you think that you are an ostrich as well, or is this merely an interspecies relationship? I have... At first, I didn't think I was an ostrich. I really didn't, but... I have such a strong connection with Karen, I must be from an ostrich family. I must be. I am. I was born an ostrich. Maybe, you know, somewhere in your ancestry, or, or do you think maybe, like, you, there is, it's even closer than that? I'm an ostrich. You, you, you flat People out think that you're an ostrich. People perceive this as nose. I, it's my beak. I am, we all have the same things. We all have wings. So it's... I'm it's, an ostrich. I can't... Am I an ostrich? I, you can't fly. True. You're a bird, maybe. Well, anyway, anyway. So I do want to talk about there are. I I'm not interspecies. I don't know where that came from. I know where it initially came from. So I'm perceived, I guess. No part of you is human. No part of me is human. So I, I do want to give you like walking legs. A few like staple things to be not just a bird. But like a flightless bird, an ostrich too, even. Mm-hmm. Um, the, one of those being um, that you you clearly have teeth, a mouth, and a nose, and uh, ostriches and other flightless birds have beaks. I don't. I just don't. I live. I live the ostrich culture. Well, that's see. No, I don't doubt that at all. And you might be an honorary ostrich or like understand the ostrich community, but you personally are a human man. I'm because you you one I'm I'm willing to think I live an ostrich life. You do. You do. But we we have a doctor here. Um 
who has a little bit of medical information about you to kind of show how you are not, in fact, an ostrich. Um, and we'll start small and kind of get bigger. Okay. The main being that you do not have feathers. And there is nowhere for feathers to grow All right, but how do you explain you. this? Okay. I've got these wings, but I can't fly. Those are arms. Mm, these are wings. Because the thing about wings is that... Now, hold your wings up. You know that part in the front closer to your chest right now? Yeah. Can you wiggle those little appendages there at the front? I sure can. Birds cannot. Because those aren't fingers for them. It is a bone that continues and is continue out as, as the wing. So if your fingers were to continue and be connected by f- like a membrane of feathers, one would assume that you are a bird. But you are in fact not. Well, it doesn't matter. I I do. I mean, I want to continue to go down the list here. Just because I'm a mutant ostrich, you don't have to point out that fact. You are capable of of human speech, and I I don't. I've learned how to talk like in no way do I want to call you a mutant ostrich. Okay, I appreciate. I don't want to offend you in any way. Okay, because I do support your relationship with your wife Karen, and I do believe that you will be able to provide for her. She couldn't be just as well as an ostrich, and. The children that you two have, you will be able to provide just as well as an ostrich. I but don't I think in order to have do that, children. I think in order for you to be at the point where maybe you are able to have children, we have eggs. Once those eggs hatch by chance, you you have to accept your humanity, or your children will not have a true sense of their identity because their idea of an ostrich on, will be two species. It depends on how they come out. Because if they come out and I perceive them. To be humans, then I'm already telling them what they're gonna be. I don't know. They're ostriches. I like your progressive humans. view of parenting. I like your perception-based reality kind of, bird. kind of concept. I just we have a so we'll go even further down the list. Going on. You have no organs in any way, shape, or form to inseminate or create an ostrich egg. It was trial and error. I just want to add that ostriches can lay eggs at at any time, much like any other bird, and it doesn't have to be inseminated. But the thing is... Well, I did. And and I'm happy for you. And hopefully the byproduct is a child. You're the first interspecies couple. We just got married. We would have no idea... You know, at, at what point, like, if the children were capable of life or not. And that's why it's good that you're taking care of these eggs. Because if they do I'm sitting on it. life... I'm sitting on it as much as Karen, if not more. That's beautiful. And the balance is great. I just think the relationship as a whole will do better. And now here's, here's a last step. I do want to ask, when is the last time that you looked in a mirror? Mm, we don't keep mirrors in the house. So, you know, beyond not having proper bird genitalia or feathers <clears throat> or the... I ha- I've had surgery to change my genitalia to be corkscrewed. So we, but we, and while that is progressive for you and your wife, there's just medical proof here. There is no genetic code. There is no 
thought processes or anything that could be linked to a bird. You are en- entirely mm. human. So here's, if we'll have okay. Jonathan, if you could bring the mirror out Hello, Jonathan. for our friend oh. Darren here. Um, if you would have a look, I think you might find mm, a very okay, look at it. different uh, image than an, uh, an ostrich. I really, I really, I really need to pluck some feathers. I'm well, looking rough. I I see no feathers on you at all. Well, you just don't understand ostrich culture. You have you obviously have not well, researched so ostrich we, culture. We we have here um an ostrich, a a former colleague of Karen's from university. Mm-hmm. So if we we could bring out Leslie, the ostrich. Hi Leslie. Not really good seeing you again. <laughs> Fuck off, Leslie. You always said that, and her parents always said that, but it's not true. We have kids now. We can't do that. I didn't know. I didn't. Really? Alright. Alright, let's do it. This is a touching set of words between Leslie and Dan. We just reunited. None of you guys can probably understand what we just said. We just yeah, I, I made an effort. I am taking ostriches in um, at university. I, I've yet since gone back to school so I can learn language. I, I did understand bits and pieces. Yeah. Basically what we said is uh, Karen and I are going to go back home and we're going to discuss a threesome with Leslie. That is not the direction that I thought this conversation was going to go. Because earlier I had an interpreter speak between me and Leslie, um, about maybe convincing you that you were human. Oh, oh, so you, okay, so he is human? And that's why you're into it. Leslie. Do you? Leslie, this is why we fought in the first place. Those eyes, goddammit. Goddammit, Leslie, those fucking eyes. I think she's telling you to be honest with yourself. I'll I'll start wearing pants again. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Darren, the man who's in love with Karen, the ostrich, has admitted it's time to start wearing pants again. Darren, this is a great first step towards humanity and being the best father you can for these eggs. If you're honest with who you are, they'll be honest with who they are. I need to check on those eggs. I... I have a nanny cam. You want to check the nanny cam with me real fast? Absolutely. Let's... Ladies and gentlemen, now we tune in live. Alright, so look, okay. They're actually... Look like they've started hatching today. They're slow, but they're coming out. I'm seeing some small cracks. Yeah, there's... Oh, look, we got a... Oh. We got a foot. We got, a, we got we got a full dressing shoe here, and a, he's all suited up. It looks like a 36-year-old man. In f- just a he's full a, suit and tie. Maybe a lawyer? Is I don't he, know. Is there a audio for this? Worker? Is, is there audio for the... Yeah, we'll bring it closer. <laughs> wow. He, he is an ostrich. That is... And a person. You must get part of that ostrich heritage from me and the rest of the you human know, heritage from the lady. 
I think maybe the two of you have have bits and pieces from both. Yes. I've, I've, I think that would be, I mean, to explain all the recessive and dominant traits being, I mean, almost equal parts, human and ostrich, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I'll be honest, keep it's terrifying. Mind, keep in mind, they're 36-year-old people. That is incredible. Our job is done here. You... I am a done parent. Once I'm they kidding. can speak... I'm so proud. Well, I, and I, hey, hey, guys, I'm proud of you. I'll say it in their tongue. You truly are an amazing father. I love them. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been... feed them. The best interview of my life. And I, I don't know you. if I'll ever be able to top it again. I'm excited. Leslie, are you excited? <laughs> We're gonna go home. Here's hoping. And you two... We have protection, okay? Alright, thank you. If you like this and bits like this, then please email us at arboriculturenetwork at gmail.com, like we have previously stated, so that you can tell us your ideas for bits, or at least just a sentence that we can turn into a bit. Because that would be fun. I like, I mean, we could just chat. We could just chat. But I, I really like the idea, like, if y'all just message us the word, like, beaver spaceship. We'll, we'll interview make, a beaver spaceship. We'll make something. And we'll be an oh, interviewer or something. An interview yeah. with an actual spaceship. Yes. Yeah, we'll that figure it out. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> the following is Purple Lights by Sani or Sani. I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce it. It is spelled S A N I. To find Purple Lights and the rest of his music, go to soundcloud.com slash hi-sani, or at Instagram, you can find him at hi.sani. He's only 16 years old, he's making some really great stuff, so I invite you to give it a listen. So here is Purple Lights.